Before we get started, I want to share something very exciting that I have been working on and I would love to invite you to. Here at Mamas in Training, my goal is to create community. As a mama in training myself, I have learned that in order to get through this motherhood thing, community is key. So I have decided to create just that. Mamas in Training Premium will be launching at the end of the summer. This will be a monthly membership where you will get on-air shoutouts, ask me anything, special opportunities to meet future and former podcast guests, and most importantly, a monthly online Zoom support party with me and the rest of the members, all for the whopping price of $7 a month. Basically, a venti latte at Starbucks. But right now, I have already started our meetings with a small beta group of about 20 ladies, and there are a few slots left. So, if you would like instant community for $7, then what are you waiting for? Go ahead and click the link in the show notes that says Premium Membership, and I'll see you at the next meeting. Now, on to the show. Daycare nights were the worst. She went to daycare two days a week and then she was with my mom the other three days a week. But daycare days were the worst because, you know, you've been at work all day. You did the the go pick up the baby, eat dinner, bath, bedtime race. And then now you have to go in the kitchen and get all of her food ready for the next day and portion it out and label it and all that stuff. I hated daycare nights. (laughs) So I started thinking about it. My mom and I have always wanted to start something and we just didn't know what it was. I was like, hey mom, what about a baby food company? And she's like, you know what? I think that could work. If you have a dream when your baby starts solids to serve them fresh, home-cooked foods without chemicals or preservatives, but you have absolutely no idea how you will juggle it all with work life, home life, family life, or just life for you, then my guest today, Jeannie Marugo, has the answer to your problem. After personally feeling overwhelmed with juggling it all as an architect and a new mom, Jeannie and her mom launched Cafe Baby. Fresh, handmade baby food and toddler food delivered straight to your door with no subscription or commitment. She's here to tell us how you can lighten your load and still serve your baby the best. Here she is. I've wanted to be an architect my whole life. When I was a kid, I I would lay in the middle of the living room floor and watch cartoons and just draw floor plans and houses and stuff. So I got my architecture license, graduated Mm. from college in 2014. When you had your first baby, were you still working full time as an architect? Yeah. Yeah, I was actually still taking my exams too. So I remember laying in bed studying for that with her in the bassinet next to me when she was like three weeks old. So And during that first time, you clearly had your hands full. You were having to study. You were having to work in general. You were balancing life as a new mom. What was your experience like at that time? Was it anything close to what you had imagined it would be no. as a new mom? <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, You're like, not even close. Nothing can prepare you for being a parent. Like you take all the classes, you buy all the stuff, but you can't buy how to actually do it. You have to figure Mm -hmm. it out by yourself. So yeah, that, oh my gosh, those first six weeks were a whirlwind. 
you're running on no sleep. I mean, you're pretty much in survival mode. Mm. It took me six weeks to feel like I had a grasp on being a mom and I had to leave her the next day. Yeah. So that was really tough. Was that moment sort of the impetus for you to start your own business or did it come later? It came later. So when I started thinking about starting her on baby food, so that was maybe when she was three months old, that's when I was like, okay, well, I don't have time to make her baby food. And then I started looking for options. And the only thing that I had was what was at the grocery store. And I didn't want to do that. So then that's when I started thinking about a business that could do it for me. So walk us through some of that early time. You decide earlier, probably than most even, to go ahead and start solids or at least real food, quote unquote. Were you breastfeeding or formula feeding? I tried breastfeeding for a couple weeks. It just was not working. I actually mm. broke down in the middle of cheeseburger in paradise <laughs> at a family dinner <laughs> when Camila was about three weeks old. And my mom was like, okay, Jeannie, you've got to figure something out. Like it's, I know you want to breastfeed, but it's not worth all this. So I started pumping um, and she had done some research kind of behind the scenes because she was just kind of letting me do it in my own time yeah. but there it's a thing to exclusively pump and you know they don't tell you that in your right. hospital classes and I had no idea what it was so yeah I exclusively pumped for I think nine months with her <laughs> we did a combination of breast milk and formula so walk us through that moment or a moment when you decided, okay, you're doing the combination feeding and you're deciding to move into f solids. Did you feel overwhelmed? Or did you have any moments where you felt like you were kind of drowning with regards to feeding in mealtime? How did that all pan out for you? Oh yeah, it's so overwhelming. Not only do you have to figure out what foods to start them on, what they can have, it's how much they can have when to do it, how much breast milk or formula do they still need. It was very overwhelming going through all that. I think I probably spent hours researching all of it. So as you started to introduce a couple different things and maybe she's eating a little bit more consistently and you've kind of made it through the hump of the regular introductions, what were you looking for with regards to feeding? Were you looking for like convenience or what was it that you really desired? I wanted her to have handmade food. I was not going to give her commercial baby food. Um, so I, th I think she had commercial baby food once because I was desperate. And I'm not saying that it's wrong. That was just very important for me yeah, to be able to make all of her food. Did you try to do it all on your own? Oh, I did because I didn't have any other option. And that's when I started to think about starting a business to do it all for me. Oh my gosh, I remember daycare nights were the worst. She went to daycare two days a week and then she was with my mom the other three days a week. But daycare days were the worst because, you know, you've been at work all day. You did the, the go pick up the baby, eat dinner, bath, bedtime race. And then now you have to go in the kitchen and get all of her food Crap. ready for the next day and portion it out and label it and all that stuff. I hated yeah. daycare nights. And what at what age was that for her? She started daycare at six weeks when I went back to work. And oh wow, yeah. And she, I think my husband's mom came from Venezuela. She moved here. I want to say when she was around six months old. And then she, we pulled her out of daycare, and she was with her the other two days. So she was in daycare from six weeks to six months ish. Mm. So yeah, it was a long time. It felt like forever. 
never mind food for yourself, you know? Like, oh, yeah, prepping food for yourself. And my husband. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. So it seems as though this launched this idea with the help of your mom to create Cafe Baby. How did this even, I mean, was it just out of pure necessity? Yeah. Um, so I, I started thinking about it. My mom and I have always wanted to start something and we just didn't know what it was. We had toyed around with cake decorating. We took some cake decorating classes mm. and when I was in high school and we're at, we were actually really good at making cakes, but that just didn't feel right. We had talked about party planning because we love putting on birthday parties, but that didn't feel right. And I was like, Hey mom, what about a baby food company? And she's like, you know what? I think that could work. So we took a deep dive into how, how to start a business, how to start a food business at that, because there are like right, so many other steps, right? Yeah. So many regulations and health code and all of that. And then layer on the complexity of baby food and everything that revolves around that. I remember, so this was around like month six, I'm probably jumbling up all the timing, but I remember at one point I'd cut down to part-time being an architect. So the days I was home with Camila, I would put her to bed and then work on everything while she was napping. And then on the weekends we were working on it and it was just, everything was kind of going on behind the scenes. And your mission in this was really to create fresh foods that were free of chemicals and preservatives. Mm -hmm. I love this. You say this quote, you say, you didn't want to sacrifice your baby's nutrition because of the demands of everyday life. Yeah. I think that's really the key because it's important. I know I even have a plan in the future that it would be great to make all of my child's food and know exactly what the ingredients are. You don't know what those little things are that could be hidden. I saw an article recently, something came up that one of the baby brands was being um, revoked because they found high traces of XYZ. I'm not going to say what it was because I don't remember specifically, but that stuff can happen and yeah. just come out of nowhere. So how is this, what you've created at Cafe Baby, how is this different from what you might find in, in just the regular grocery store? We have an image on our homepage. I should have, have printed out or something, but it's a picture of commercially processed food next to fresh food. And I mean, just looking at it, not even, not even <laughs> knowing how it's made. <laughs> yeah, Looking at it, it's like texture, the color, if you were able to taste it, via your computer screen. I mean, everything is different. So commercially processed food, they cook it at really high temperatures so it can sit on the grocery store shelf for two years. Some of that food is made before your baby's even conceived, which is very disturbing. And so our food, we start from the source. So we, we have a refrigerator that's loaded with fresh produce. We peel it, chop it, steam it. We don't cook it at high temperatures. We steam it to keep all those nutrients intact. And then we puree it and then we freeze it, which is also called nature's pause button. So it's kind of locking in mm. all those amazing nutrients that your baby needs. And so while the shelf life is not two years, it's only four months in your freezer. It's a very good trade-off to have all those nutrients locked into your baby's food. Did I hear too that you recently, were you able within the pandemic to open up an actual location, a retail store or no? Yes. 
You did. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about opening a store in the middle of COVID. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have brought that up. No, it's great. I'm happy to talk about it because we got through it and it was a huge accomplishment. Oh my God. So, yes. Stress. We, um, we started in shared commercial kitchens. We started super small just because we wanted to. So, we started in shared commercial kitchens. We grew out of a couple of them. And then when we started to look for our own space, we knew that. We always wanted like a kitchen with a storefront because we had figured out through the years that people do like to come shop in person still. So we wanted to provide an area for them to come and shop. So we started looking in the summer of 2019, signed our lease in December of 2019 with COVID just mm -hmm. looming around the corner. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then what literally you know? the week our construction started, the shutdown happened. So our opening was delayed by like three months. And thank God we have a very gracious landlord who was very flexible. And when our rent started, oh. but we couldn't have a grand opening because businesses were shutting down all around us. We couldn't tell people, hey, come to our store because, you know, mm. I mean, COVID is still very scary. But back then, like, we had no yeah. idea what it yeah. was. So we right. just opened one day. <laughs> so, and so how has it been going? It's been great. Our online has been... I, we've always been online, so thank God we had that to keep us going because if we were mm. going to depend on foot traffic, I mean, there was no way we would have made it. But we had our online store in Amazon to keep us super busy. So, I mean, we've been so blessed to have a huge growth spurt in the past year, but we're just hoping that our store, we're tr now we're trying to ramp up our store advertising to get people in the door. Well, I think the thing, too, about everything that we've been through in this year you know, families, I think, have and people in general have really realized the value and importance of time mm -hmm. and of, you know, when when now we're living at home and you ladies are moms, your business owners, your cleaners, your, you know, gym, gym uh, goers in your living room yep. <laughs> or your your chefs your your everything yeah and chauffeurs anyway chauffeurs <laughs> yeah exactly your educators I mean the list goes on and on so I think any way that women are able to really narrow save time in any way possible but still not cut on the value mm -hmm. that especially when we're talking about children that you'll be giving to your child. I think that's really important. So what would you say are some tips for feeding for women who might be just starting this journey or who are pregnant and they're going to be looking toward the future to start with feeding? I know one of them that I read that you mentioned is really to keep trying foods over and mm -hmm. over, but what would you say are a couple other tips with regards to starting solids? So you can't ever start thinking about it too early. I mean, I started thinking about it when my daughter was two or three months old. And I also started my, I started both of my girls really early on solids. I started them at four months. Um, World Health Organization recommends six months. We just tell parents whenever their pediatrician gives them the green light. Mm -hmm. But explore all your options. If you want to make your own food, just make sure you have all the tools. Make sure you'll have enough time without killing yourself. <laughs> there are two methods of feeding. You could go the traditional baby food route if you feel like baby led weaning is a better option for you. You know, look into that, look at safety concerns allergies. I mean, there's mm -hmm. so 
much research that goes into starting a baby on solids. So I don't know exactly when this episode will line up, but I actually do have a registered pediatric dietitian that I spoke with where we really take more of a deep dive into the logistics of this. Yeah. Um, but I think the way that you've created what you've created and in, in your experience personally, it's great to know, did you do baby led weaning or how did you decide to go about it? So I didn't know what baby led weaning was with my first. I'm not even sure if that was big five years ago. I, I don't know when it really started, but I spoon fed her for way too long, like well past a year. My second, and we hear this with customers all the time, like you don't have time to sit and spoon feed your second. So I yeah. did a combination feeding. So baby led weaning and baby food with her. And I actually loved it. I felt like it helped her eat so much sooner, like feeding herself. She fed herself so much sooner than our first does, our first Mm -hmm. did. But I always recommend a combination feeding because you kind of get the best of both worlds. Yeah. But people are usually die hard one way or another and you don't need to be like that. (laughs) Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Don't have to pick a side. Yeah. Can you go into, I think it's really cool here on Cafe Baby, you have four different categories. Mm-hmm. First of all, I love the names. Oh, thanks. Spoonies, <laughs> Chewies, Chompies, and Grabbies. Yeah. They're amazing. Can you just go into what, what those different ones are? And then, of course, like you, you have three puree menus to start babies when they're starting solids. So really, you cover the whole spectrum. Yes. From starting with purees all the way up to toddler food. Yes. So our Spoonies, that's our four to six months menu. That's designed to start baby on solids. So it's pureed to a very smooth consistency. It's different foods that are considered a good first food for baby. And then our Chewies is like our stage two. It's our seven to nine months menu. Ingredients start mixing together. gets a tad bit thicker. And then Chompies, again, adds more ingredients. It's more of like a fork mash texture. And that one's really good to transition between purees and finger foods, which is our grabbies menu. We didn't originally start with our grabbies menu. We just started with our baby food first. And then when our first customers started to grow out of us, we, yeah, (laughs) that's true. They're like, wait a minute. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's so true. Um, So those are out of necessity. Yeah. Those are um, just good a la carte items to put on the, the tray or, um, put with other foods so you don't have to worry about making meatballs or pancakes or chicken nuggets or quiches whatever and everything hides vegetables since they start to get picky around Mm, 12 months that's really smart or so and then we just came out with a line of big kid food boxes so those are like meals that are already put together and you just pop them in the microwave perfect i think it's important to mention too that you really have Now, your mom, I think, is the main chef. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. You really design your menus around what babies can digest Mm -hmm. at different ages, which I think is really important because it's not just you're throwing whatever in there, but you've done that science and work. So can you just elaborate more on, on that and the work that you and your mother do to create that specific menu? Yeah. And I will say... Everybody has a different opinion on what babies can have at certain ages. And I think we tend to be a little more conventional with what babies can have at certain ages. I mean, obviously, you can't start 20 different foods at once when babies... First starting because you want you want to give it four days. Like if you're starting a new food, you want to give it four days just to make sure they won't have an allergic reaction. 
so we, we just did our due diligence and figured out what was easy for baby to digest at four, five, six, seven months of age, and then just kind of added things in from there. And then we also worked with a dietitian to figure out what was good to add as well and to do all the labeling and all of that. The reason why I thought that your business was so quality is because it's filling multiple needs and necessities. And it's for a mom who wants to give their child the best, but really it's it's all about time. And that's exactly what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. And so with that time idea in mind, if people go ahead and buy something, you say it only has a shelf life of four months, is that mm-hmm. what you said? When we go to the supermarket, it's fresh. I just picked this up yesterday. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it could be on the shelf for two years. Mm-hmm. So what about our thought process when we are going to be ordering something? Is there ever, do you ever hear feedback from families about being nervous that maybe it's not going to last or, you know, it's staying, staying well in the delivery process or anything like that? So we're used to thinking about baby food sitting on the shelf at the grocery store. And so now these companies are coming in and saying, hey, this is a different way to do baby food. It's refrigerated or it's frozen. And once people get it in their mind, how it works, they're very receptive to it. So it's just, it's a very big part that we have on our part is to educate parents on why the grocery store baby food is not the best option for your baby. But they're usually receptive. Yeah. And how does it usually work when people order? Are they ordering for long periods of time or is it like the week before? Everybody's different. Some parents only feed their kids our stuff. So they're religiously ordering every two weeks and they'll order a box of 24 containers and that will last them for about two weeks. Other parents use our food to complement their baby's dietary routine. So they'll order like once a month. And then we have people who come in every week. So it's, it's all over the place. Yeah, I love that idea too, though, of complimenting it because mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be like if you do something like this, say out of the week, you always know that Mondays and Wednesdays are really hard for you to get food on the table mm-hmm. or really stressful or whatever. You can have something ready to go just for that time. That's a great idea. Yeah. And some parents just really enjoy making food their f- for their family. I'm like that. Of course. But I also want stuff in the freezer just in case I need it. If I'm going to be gone and my husband needs help or my mother-in-law needs help feeding our kids or we have dance one night and dinner is going to be really stressful. Like it's so nice to have a backup plan ready to go in the freezer and you know that it's pretty, it was prepared like you would have done it at home. It wasn't prepared in some warehouse and shipped to who knows where like it was made in a small batch and it was frozen and it was shipped to your door do you find sometimes that i know like the little boy that i'm with babysitting right now he gets very picky Mm -hmm. so have you found that you know parents have trouble with different food items that they choose and like if the kid they just bought you know 10 batches or something um yeah we hear that sometimes they're like oh we came like at the farmer's market last week a couple people came and they're like, well, we got this. They didn't really like it. So let's try this. We don't hear it a lot, but I mean, it's, yeah. it's totally normal. I just try What's, to always tell people like as adults, there are things that we don't like. Of course. But keep trying. <laughs> yeah. Well, that goes back to kind of the tip that we were talking about earlier. It's like 
just because they don't like it this day, whatever that is, even if it's like a banana, you know, they might like it in two weeks or in a month. And it might just be whatever's going on in their tiny little brain that day. So that's yeah, a good point. That's also called a food jag. So just Ooh. try to serve it a different way. Ooh, Either with a different jag. dipping sauce or with a different side or cut up in a different way. It's totally mm. normal. That's a good idea. And I, I've heard too, sometimes it's all about presentation. So maybe yes. thinking of it that way. That's a cool idea. Well, I wondered if people were to order something like this from Cafe Baby, they could even talk it up to be like something special and something different, something mm-hmm. unique, just like you would talk up, you know, like a McDonald's Happy Meal, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, like it could be the new McDonald's Happy Meal. Yeah. I know I never had them when I was little. You did but <laughs> No. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding? No. Maybe in my life, I think my mom let me have it like twice, but no. She was, granted, I ate, like, pasta and mac and cheese and stuff. You know, I wasn't eating, like, unbelievable food, but. Yeah. Nope. You nope. know, I always said before I had kids that I was never going to let my kids have McDonald's. And Well. <laughs> we at Cafe Baby are firm believers in moderation. <laughs> Absolutely. 90-10 rule. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> because it's not realistic to not live moderately. <laughs> Well, and that is 100% why why I feel like you were like, okay, yeah, I want to have a conversation with this lady because I think this is, yeah, right up our alley. I mean, it's expectations and it's, you know, being real. That's what I want women who are listening to know. Like, it's not all going to go as easy as you planned. And I think the other thing I wanted to point out about this is this is a really great option for people to check out if they maybe they don't need it for their kids. Maybe their kids are older or whatever, but what a great baby shower, mm-hmm. welcome new baby gift, anything yep. like that. Yes. Get a gift card and let someone just try it out. That's awesome. Yeah. I would love that. We have lactation cookies too. So I think I read, is that your most popular item mm-hmm. actually? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. We are making our mark in the lactation cookie market. Because hey, you never we know. like pull them out of the oven and ship them to you. They're not sitting and getting stale for six months. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I might have to. What happens if you're not lactating or not wanting they to lactate and you eat them? They won't make you. It's okay. Okay, great. <laughs> we actually. <laughs> I'm going to order some. <laughs> we, we get asked this sometimes, like if eating them will make your milk come in faster. They do not. They oh don't. They don't quote unquote work until you're already producing breast milk. So. I love it. What would be something that you would want to share? What's a message that you would want to give to aspiring moms or pregnant women? I think you and I had talked about this. Just, it's okay when your plan A doesn't work out. I am the walking (laughs) witness Mm -hmm. to that. Um, You know, I I spent 10 years trying to become an architect. I became an architect. I didn't want to have kids. I wanted to work my life away. I'm from Indianapolis. I wanted to move to a big city and work my life away. And I met my husband and that all changed. I became a mom. And then I just realized that my heart was, I had a bigger heart for her than I did my career. Mm. So you know what? It's okay. Your career will always be there. Even if you want to change careers and go back to your original career, like life is fluid and we are just kind of along for the ride. So it's okay if your plan A doesn't work out. 
and you also do not need permission to go to plan B. I was like that Mm. with breastfeeding. I felt like I needed permission to quit, which I mean, the only person you need a blessing from is yourself. Yeah. And then I also felt like I needed permission to quit architecture and pursue cafe baby full time, which I also didn't need permission from anybody. Yeah. I mean, I needed input from my husband, but (laughs) yeah, input, but not permission. (laughs) I think that's such a beautiful point because it it ties into every single aspect of motherhood, doesn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, even with stuff with your kids, like you say, you're going to do one thing and then reality hits and you do another and it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Love it. Can you please tell our audience where they can check out this amazing product and find more about you? Yes. So we are at www.cafebabytogo.com and then we're on Instagram and Facebook and our handle is Cafe Baby To Go. Awesome. Thank you, Jeannie, so much for chatting with us. You're welcome. Thank you also for being just such a real grounded mom. I think, you know, you've, between juggling your two girls, juggling a business, juggling this career that you transitioned from, you know, originally being an architect, juggling, you know, (laughs) creating a business with an infant. It's like, it's (laughs) mind blowing. And I think, you know, that's really here at Mamas in Training, what I want to show all the listeners is everybody has their own path. Everybody has their own journey. It can look messy. It can come out looking beautiful. Everything in between, it all works. And you're a perfect description of that. So thank you for your time. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. If you enjoyed the show today, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and leave a review on Apple Podcasts so I know how to better serve you. I'd also love for you to join our community of Mamas in Training on Facebook. You can find me at Mamas in Training on Instagram and at mamasintraining.com. For Mamas in Training, I'm Jessica Lorian. We're in this together. <laughs>